When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. What you're looking at here is the chart of the day, chart of the week, it could be chart of the month. This could be the chart of the year, the ramifications uh, to, to what's going on in this right here. This is the exchange rate between the US dollar, excuse the uh, pop-ups, the US dollar and the Turkish lira. Now this is a five-year chart. And then obviously you guys can see the acceleration of this. Basically what this means is as this goes up, that means the dollar is getting stronger, the lira is getting weaker, versus you know each other so devaluation has been the name of the game for a long time for the turkish lira for a variety of economic and political reasons within the country but obviously in the last couple months there's been a rapid acceleration well how about we we, we zoom in a bit here not six months not three months not one month look at this chart over the last day this is insane okay that not that long ago this is what the ninth at, at 2.14, you know, around two o'clock, uh, you know, a.m., whatever it looks like. The Turkish lira was around 5.3, you know, 5.3 per U.S. dollar. Right now, just shy of 6.4. This is a massive devaluation, okay? And, and I mean, that... This has been the name of the game. Look at this. I mean, this is insane. People were worried about this. People worried about devaluation from, you know, three months ago. If we look at a maybe six months chart here, um, back in May when it was at four, and 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 then you know eventually it broke five. This is accelerating. This is getting out of control. And and interestingly enough, you know, this is this is something I've talked about for a long time here in this channel for the last couple months. I'd say now, emerging markets. And people, why people need to start paying attention to emerging markets, their currencies, their markets, their economies. Turkey's on that list, right? And you can throw other ones in there as well that have been struggling. South Africa, Argentina, Brazil, um, and, and you know, a handful of others. And, and you know, there's a, maybe a bit of overlap. You, can, you could throw China in there somewhat, though I would hardly consider them as an emerging market or, or small economy or, or anything like that. Or, but um, this has been the name of the game. Devaluation of currencies, and you know, in turn, you're also seeing a lot of damage to their to their stock markets and their economies and their bond market as well. Now, the reasons for this, in Turkey's case, there, there's a couple different reasons. It's not just the U.S. dollar has grown stronger. I mean, sure, you can chalk up a bit, a bit of that to, to this, but but most of it comes down to two things: political factors within the country. Okay, they had their elections, um, Erdogan. One, and he, uh, you know, quickly consolidated a lot of power, basically made himself the head of their central bank. There's some nepotism that went on as well, I believe. Um, and then also, you know, he made some statements talking about how um, even though their currency was was declining significantly, not not anything this drastic at the time. But, you know, he said, we're not going to raise rates. What The central bank is not going to raise rates because, you know, doing so could strengthen the currency. Of course, it's going to put some pressure on the economy. Well, this is putting pressure on the economy, okay? Um, this is what happens when, when you have irresponsible central bank policy. Uh, yeah, 
that's a big part of political reasons. The other big piece, and this is kind of overarching for, for emerging markets as a whole, is uh, U.S. dollar shortages, right? Um, not a full-blown, it's not, you know, when you think of shortage, it's not like you can't find a U.S. dollar. But basically what it means is that, you know, things like the LIBOR rate and, and, and interest rates in a lot of these countries has gone up because, you know, borrowing dollars is expensive. You know, in the past, it's been a while, but I've gone over those reasons as well. The Fed tightening their policy and all of the U.S. dollars that have been soaked up by the U.S. government uh, issuing a larger than expected amount of bonds. So this is the end result, right? And, and I don't think that this has ended yet. Uh, the word contagion, you know, I threw it around a month or two ago, the threat of contagion out of emerging markets. It's been thrown around now. Um, and the reason for that is that a lot of European banks have a lot of exposure in Turkey. Okay, so you have this right here. You have these three banks that they're focusing on, uh, BBVA, BNP Paribas, and Unicredit. Okay, between 15 and 20% of all their assets are somehow related or tied up within the country of Turkey. And, and, and the problem there is a lot of those are denominated in either euros or dollars. Okay, and so so I'll try and relate this to, to your own personal life, okay? Let's say you take out a $1,000 loan, okay? At, uh, it doesn't matter the interest, it's a 5% interest rate, okay? Well, shortly after you take that $1,000 loan out, the, the US dollar enters into a rapid decline, okay? And now all of a sudden, hey, you're paying 5% interest, but inflation on the US dollar is 10% or 20% or whatever. Um, well, you're kind of winning out, right? Inflation is, you know, at some point that $1,000 that you have to pay back, it's it's not going to be $1,000 in terms of, of purchasing power anymore, right? It'll still be $1,000 uh, in, in, you know, dollars you'll have to pay back plus interest and, and whatever, but it won't be worth as much because of inflation. And, and you'd kind of win out there, right? In, in the short term, if you're just looking at your own perspective, you won out. You have to pay less back now because the dollars you're paying them are worth less. Now, there's obviously, the downside to all that inflation. But what Turkey's dealing with, when they have such a large amount, and this is here, um, Turkey's loans in US dollars account for around 30% of GDP. Um, loans in Euro could be as much as another 20%. What you have is basically the opposite of that, right? You're having, you're taking these loans out in US dollars. Uh, and for all intents and purposes, you know, you, you're in uh, a lira economy, the Turkish lira economy, the dollar is strengthening against your currency by a lot, by by 10%, 20%, 30% over a couple months, okay? And so instead of the, the previous illustration where, where inflation is eating away at basically what you have to pay back, um, the opposite has happened. It's, it's not necessarily inflation or deflation in this case. That's not quite what's happening. I'm sure there's inflation, lots of inflation in Turkey. Um, but basically, the, the dollars that you have to pay them back, they're, they're much harder to pay back because, well, the currency that you're you know, converting to dollars or whatever, the exchange rate is much, much weaker now, right? The lira that you might do business in or that you might keep some of your assets in uh, is much, much weaker and, and you're, you're in a mess now, right? That's a lot of what's going on here. And so what this means is a lot of corporations and, and, and businesses and et cetera in Turkey likely in the next week, in the next month, will eventually default on their loans. That's the definition of, of the beginning of 
contagions, right? People begin to default. Defaults occur on a large scale. That's what's occurring right now in Turkey. And we can see it between, you know, before our very eyes. You know, I was considering this morning making a video about this when, when we had this huge spike here. And you know what? I didn't have the time. I had another video to make. And I'll put it off. You know what? I bet by the time I record this video later in the day, it's going to be a whole different story. And lo and behold, look at where it's at now. You know, briefly spiking to 6.6. I don't know exactly what time. Um, I, I started here. Uh, this would have been maybe even earlier in the morning when I when I uh, was going to record this morning. But but a massive devaluation has occurred just in the last 12 hours here. Um, and and really, I mean, nobody knows when this will stop. Turkey, uh, the the Turkish banks plan to um, have an emergency meeting, right, uh, contemplating. Uh, a request from the IMF for assistance. But, you know, the, the problem with that, <laughs> Turkey's um, Turkey's not necessarily on, on, I guess, I would say the establishment's good list, right? I, I have no sympathy for the government, Erdogan, or anything like that. Um, but, you know, they are a bit of a, uh, how should I say, um, enemy in some ways of, of the West, right? They, they kind of try and ride that line between the West and the East, I mean, it, that, that says a lot about their country in the first place and, and how they're, you know, technically part of both Europe and Asia. But, um, you know, some of their recent comments, uh, Trump slapped on some massive tariffs on the country today because they weren't going to release um, this this pastor that everybody's been talking about. Uh, but this uh, this meeting between the banks, I mean, it, it really will be interesting, interesting to see what happens here over the weekend. Um, this could, this could continue to spiral spiral out of control, and and you know I actually saw an article just very recently where somebody was speculating that the big number here to look at is seven point one lira per U.S. dollar. Now, when I read this, this was a couple of days ago when the lira was around five point two or or five or something like that, and people were saying there's you know there's no way that it's going to reach that, but if it does, um, it could potentially wipe out these massive reserves for the for the um tur- turkish banks right turkish banks could be in trouble they could be at risk of uh being essentially insolvent well you know 7.1 is looking very possible especially considering that briefly spiked to 6.6 there you know if these banks come together and and they request a loan maybe imf gives them a loan and it's not enough or or even if even if Erdogan comes out and reverses and says you know we're going to hike rates we're going to have our central bank hike interest rates well they tried that in Argentina it didn't work right they they raised interest rates a lot didn't work you got to get ahead of this beforehand certainly and and they are are far far behind the curve here and so you know I think the next step here is I mean, more devaluation, right? A hard landing for their economy, their currency, their stock market. And this is going to spread, right? Um, there's an article over here. Turkey could create a larger crisis than Greece. These are both Zero Hedge articles, by the way. Excuse the ads. They're extremely annoying on, on Zero Hedge, and, and they slow it down all the time. I know I should just get an ad blocker or something like that. But um, this could be worse than Greece. But but the problem here <laughs> uh, is that... that I see Turkey as being, you know, bailing out Turkey and giving them a lot of assistance is less is going to be less politically popular than bailing out Greece. Not that not 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 that that was necessarily, um, but but bailing out Turkey and helping them is going to be less politically popular. Also, you know, I think Erdogan is is a very prideful man. He's been talking about he's done 
been telling people to sell their dollars for the lira, um, really, really trying to to make it a us versus them, which you know there's some truth to that um, to to that narrative, but but that's there's so much more to the story there, um, but it's not going to be enough. Um, when, when you say that types of things and, and you target the United States or even yeah, the EU or something like that, it, it does not put yourself in good position. And I don't, I don't know if he'd be even willing to accept a, a significant bailout from the IMF or something like that. Maybe, but, but certainly assistance from the EU and certainly assistance from the US, um, it, it looks unlikely, I guess. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see where this has. This is developing, right, to the minute, to the day. This could be a totally different position in a week, right? This could be resolved, right? Like Argentina's, Argentina's situation is hardly resolved, but it's it's been mitigated, right? Uh, Turkey's, the risk of contagion from Turkey could be mitigated between now and then, but it could go in a totally different direction, and the EU could be, let's be honest, on the brink of collapse a month from now, right? And and that sounds crazy, but that's the reality of these contagions, right? When you have such a highly leveraged global economy, when you have as large of a derivatives markets as you have in places like, uh, you know, those derivatives markets that that are um, that the, that European banks and, and many other foreign banks and, and U.S. banks as well are involved in, the the risk of contagion is extremely high just because of the amount of leverage. And 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 the EU is hardly in a rock solid position. EU banks are hardly in a rock solid position. So continue to watch this. You know, as of right now, you know, I I could uh, bring up a chart here, maybe of of gold. Gold hasn't done a whole lot in response to this. It's mostly been sideways. And and again, you know, part of that just kind of gets back to to that whole um, oops, that whole Chinese yuan, the the hold that the Chinese yuan has on the price of gold for so long now. Um, but when this, if this turns into a contagion, uh, that the next step would would be a, a flight to safety, right? Uh, and and it will happen fast. This contagion will happen fast. You know, uh, cue into my video that'll be published in later this weekend, uh, titled "On the Day of the Collapse." Uh, it's going to happen fast, right? And you saw that chart of the Turkish lira, how quickly that that dropped. Um, you're, you're going to see a similar story for for European banks, European stocks, bonds. Um, sure, the EP, ECB can intervene, Treasuries can intervene, um, but it's it's not going to be pretty. And and you know, inevitably, I think this is will be a worldwide thing, right? If it's not Turkey, if this is, you know, mitigated somewhat for the time being, it'll be South Africa. It'll be Brazil. Brazil. And, and ultimately, it's going to be China that's going to be, you know, dragging down a lot of the global economy. And eventually, you know, right now, this might be something, you know, maybe maybe a larger concern for Europe. Eventually, it's going to be a, it's going to be a U.S. concern, right? I, it will spill over eventually. These emerging markets and what's going on in China will spill over into the United States eventually you, you can't just sure maybe stocks will go up in the short term because of a flight to safety right a relative safety of u.s stocks even though they're in a huge bubble or or u.s bonds or the u.s dollar sure that's a possibility but the u.s dollar u.s bonds u.s stock market cannot thrive while the rest of the world is crashing while the rest of the world is burning right people eventually will wake up to that but but in the meantime you know when people say that the u.s stock market dollars bonds or whatever are gonna be a safe haven to all this no they just haven't caught the virus yet it's just a matter of time so i'd love to hear your thoughts on this video down below in the comment section certainly if you want to support this channel there are a ton of options patreon um check out sd bullying down below but but more than anything else i'd appreciate a like a comment 
and maybe subscribe. Three simple things, right? Um, those things help out my channel, channel a ton, so I'd very much appreciate that. As always, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video, and God bless.